0: Welcome to Into the Mystic Podcast. My name's Juliana Lavelle, and I'm tuning in today from Kelowna, BC, Canada, amidst a bit of a stormy political season that we're in, and I've been diving into the Yoga Sutras as medicine to carry me through this time and try to cultivate some insight and grounding and this morning I just felt compelled to share a bit of medicine as to what I am doing and how I'm navigating this time as it may be of benefit to the collective. And. As I cracked open one of my yoga books today, The Path of the Yoga Sutras by Nikolai Bachman, I opened up to this chapter on dvesa, clinging to past suffering. And it, this sutra, brought up a thought around the karmic cycle that our country is in right now. And it brings me back to thinking of our ancestors and the ancestors of this land. And the fact that I live in a province called British Columbia, even though we are not British here, um, it brings to mind, The history of suffering, the history of um, when the British settlers came to Canada and claimed this land as their own and essentially stole the land from the natives that were living here. I'm sure that all of the settlers were not bad people, as I know that my own ancestors, my great grandparents, who were European settlers from Austria and Germany, came and settled in Manitoba um, before they came to BC, were good people, and um, they worked alongside with the First Nations community um, in the northern B.C. They worked together to um, learn what plants were healing. And my great-grandmother would learn to collect nettle, for example, or different herbs as medicine. Um, And she learned these things from... First Nations people at the time. My great-grandfather would hunt with the Natives in Manitoba and um, they would hunt together and they would share and they would pass around the peace pipe and they would eat together and and um, support one another. So There are positive stories of people in this country of our history, Um, however, there's also um, a lot of greed and ego as um, the Redcoats, the British, arrived and um, war came upon this country as it did. historically, in many countries, cyclically. So what I'm getting at is there is this karmic cycle that comes up and we, as creators in our thought, get to decide which trajectory we want to go in. The perpetual energy of these cycles of war are intense and um, captivating and they can suck us in and they don't feel very good and um, it's important I believe to acknowledge continuously our ability to intentionally cultivate thought, creative thought thoughts are creative and if we can come back to that knowingness and that beingness in our bodies, we can begin to innovate and come back to love and come back to collaboration with one another. We can step, take a step back from the suffering. We can take step back from the fight, from the war, and become creators of our new earth, of our new paradigm. And justice will prevail. I always believe that that there is a thread of truth within each of us, and love will always win and and those who are um, creating these laws and these um you know the emergency act and these fight that's happening right now these these cycles of greed and um ego that lie in our political systems are always there it's kind of like the sort of thread that that's always going to live on this planet of duality and if we can come to a place of um acceptance that we're not we don't always have to bring those people to justice. Yes, we can shed light. And those of us that are called to stand up um, politically, I give much accolades and we get to all decide what role our energy is best played in, in our lifetimes here, our purpose here. And just knowing that there is this thread of, of truth that will prevail that people that are acting out of just are unjust out of greed will always be brought into light eventually and they will the universe will serve them their karmic um whatever it is that they're doing that's that's wrong or perpetuating greed will come back to them, and they will have to serve. They'll have to live with themselves, and they will have to go through their own soul's work and um, discomfort to move through their own process of awakening. If they want to move out of that cycle and awaken that greed is. Um, not greed and power is not going to make them happy at the end of the day. And when I look at this Yoga Sutra um, about clinging to past suffering, I think that it's important that we can take a look at where we all cling to our own past suffering and how it is that we can become witness to um these cycles these painful cycles um that perhaps come back in this lifetime for us to take a look at for healing and transformation um rather than live in the suffering We can become witness toward it and be able to transform it from that witness consciousness. So I wanted to share you a little excerpt from this book. Um, And it's about, you know, our holding anger towards something and how that can be damaging toward us. So anger towards someone because of something they did or said affects us more than them. For example, expecting a long time pessimist to become optimistic. Like we are are is unreasonable and bound to result in disappointment. Allowing people to be who they are and where they are is true tolerance. If it is obvious that being around a person is detrimental to our personal growth, then we can minimize our exposure to them until we are strong enough to influence them in a positive way without sacrificing our progress. A painful trauma often strengthens Devesa. The traumatic experience creates a deep imprint in memory and an automatic aversion to some or all aspects of the event. This imprint or samskara will likely affect how you act in the future, especially when a new situation arises that contains an aspect of the previous trauma. So right now I feel like we are living out an old trauma cyclically. Our heart-mind has been programmed to avoid, at all costs, anything that might recreate the suffering you went through during the trauma. For example, as a young child, you ran off from your parents' view and were soon surrounded by barking dogs. Your life seemed threatened, and a deep fear of dogs was instilled in you. Since then, even very friendly dogs scare you. Over time you can move from extreme caution around dogs to an awareness of when it is okay or not okay to pet a dog. Allowing the trauma to inform better, safer habits and then fade as the new habits strengthen will permit the past event to take its proper place in the present. Yoga provides techniques to reprogram the heart-mind and root out our emotional afflictions, such as devesa, our attachment to past suffering. The three practices of Kriya Yoga are the most effective way to weaken and eventually eliminate all of these klesas. We can weaken our attachments by first becoming fully aware of which events trigger our aversion. This self-inquiry can include tracing the negative reaction back to the event that began the, this aversion. Taking with long time, talking with longtime friends or with a therapist can assist this process. Then think of a different positive and constructive action to replace the unconscious and detrimental reaction whenever the situation arises again. So right now, as we may be getting triggered by the world events, we can have a look back within ourselves of where we may have felt our freedom being taken away or where we may have felt out of control or... Perhaps going back to childhood and having a look at a situation where you may have not felt safe or out of control and going back to nurture that inner child, that part of yourself that needs to be held in safety and knowing that We are powerful, creative beings. And from that state of yoga, which is just unity consciousness, it doesn't have to be a shape that your body takes. When you think of yoga, think about our connection with the universal spirit of love and reminding yourself that you are held by this quantum universal field. We can become witness to our reactions, our aversions toward events in the outer world and return back to our anchor that is our infinite consciousness, that place where we are held in love and in grace and where our mistakes are forgiven and where others are forgiven. And we can hold our vibration to be one of truth and trusting that truth will prevail and trusting when truth comes through your voice and your vessel through your heart that it is of benefit and being courageous to shine and be seen and to find each other. And may we all find each other now as awakened and co-creative beings that we can plant seeds of peace and innovation that we may create a new reality where we all are supported in our gifts and in our abundance that we may share in our blessings and hold hands and stick together when times are tough. And that is all I have today. I'm sending so much love out there to the collective. Namaste.